Welcome to another Paxi podcast. When you think of the octopus, what comes to mind? Well, most likely, it's the image of a fascinating sea creature. But these animals that have been part of mythology and human culture for millennia now offer scientists a way to view how different forms of intelligence may evolve. Dr. David Geyer, assistant professor in the Department of Psychology at the University of Washington, says these very fluid invertebrate mollusks evolved about the same time as vertebrates. If we try to study uh, how they're cognition works, we can uh, perhaps get a better perspective on our, our own cognition. So we can see are there mechanisms in their brain that look similar to the mechanisms in our own brain, although they evolved completely independently for the last 500 million years. And if there are, maybe that is the, the best way for a, a brain to do those types of things. One of the most important things about the octopus that interests scientists these days is the way they move. It's been the focus of research for many years, but with today's new tools, we are now able to, to view them in a whole new light. This is something that's been going on for the, the past you know, 20 or 30 years or so, but as technology's been advancing, uh, we now have sensors that can basically scan the animal and uh, reconstruct a lot of its movement semi-autonomously. And so that lets us scan a lot more animals and get a lot more data, as well as more precise data than people uh, may have had in the past about how the uh, octopuses are moving. The way they move turns out to be the single biggest focus of research, he says, because if we can understand how they move, then we can build robots that move in a similar fashion. Yeah, that does sound like something right out of a sci-fi movie. But these creatures that can that can move in multiple directions simultaneously make a great model for machines that, well, that could do the same, letting them go places where more traditional robots can't. So uh, they could reach into confined spaces. You can imagine making miniature versions of this that might be able to move through uh, blood vessels easier and maybe dislodge a uh, plaque or something like that from a blood vessel, but also be a soft robot so that you're not causing damage to the vessel as you move it through. So if we could understand how the octopus moves its its flexible arms, we might be able to build robots that, that mimic that. There'd be a lot of uh, applications for that technology. Dominic Civitilli is a PhD student in Geyer's department. His focus is on behavioral neuroscience and astrobiology. Now, his interest in the octopus is more about finding life elsewhere in the universe. That's right. These most you know, flexible creatures with a brain and nervous system far different than our own may help help us find different forms of life elsewhere. And if all of this fascinates you, as it, as it does us, then we invite you to join us Tuesday, February 18th, 2020 at 7 p.m. as Pacific Science Center hosts an event all about the octopus. No, 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 no. This is not, not a couple of marine biologists talking about flexible fish. There's a whole lot more to the octopus than you might think. These new technologies are enabling researchers to rapidly expand our knowledge by investigating octopus behavior in greater detail than ever before. So we hope you can join us for what promises to be a most enlightening evening. This is a free event for our members. Just five bucks for everyone else. More information for you right now at PacificScienceCenter.org. I'm Stan Orchard for Pacific Science Center. Thanks so much for listening.